Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hello, young chefs, and welcome back to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, editor-in-chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. And I'm Mitzi. Oven Bit, Molly's right-hand gal and co-host on the show. And this is our new smart speaker, Goo-Lexa. Hey, Goo-Lexa. Yes? No, nothing. Uh, I was just saying hi. Turning heat on high. No, no, Goo-Lexa, stop. I, sorry, still getting the hang of this. That's all right, Mitzi. Every week on Mystery Recipe, we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. Plus, at the end of the season, we'll use all the ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together. Can you guess what it is yet? So far, we know it will contain water, brown sugar, walnuts, and oats. Today is day two of Oat Week. That's right. And we are going to slowly soak up some know-how with a round of tricky trivia followed by a delightfully Swedish edition of Ask a Grown-Up. And to round off today's episode, our friend Andrea is back with some practical oat tips in how-to time. Yeah, can't wait to be one step closer to finding out what our mystery recipe will be. The mystery recipe this season is... Galexa, no! The mystery recipe this season... Stop it! Galexa, play the theme song! Playing the Barney theme... Song. Playing our song by Taylor Swift. What? Galexa, no! Molly, just cut to the theme song the old-fashioned way, please! Looks good. I bet it tastes good. Ooh. Cool, 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 cool. Mystery recipe. And we're back. And we're back. And I think I reprogrammed Gulexa here. We should be all set. Why the smart speaker, Mitzi? Well, because it's the future, Molly. Everything is smart and voice activated these days. I even hooked her up with the lights. See, look. Hey, Gulexa, turn off the studio lights. Okay. Hooray! The lights are off! Pretty cool, but can we turn them back on, please? Oh, of course. Hey, Gulexa, turn on the studio lights. No. Uh, wait, what? Uh, Gulexa, please turn on the studio lights. Okay, no. No? She's not supposed to say no. Hi, friends. I... Weird that the lights are off. Is anybody in here? Maggie! Hi, Maggie Eggie. Mitzi and Molly are both here. We're just trying to get this smart speaker to work and turn the lights back on for us. Huh. Well, have you tried asking politely? I guess not. Uh, hey, Gulexa. Turn on the studio lights, please. Okay. Voila! Thank you, Gulexa. Amazing. How did you know that's what we needed to say, Meg? Just a guess. Please and thank you are the magic words, after all. Well, before Gulexa gets too powerful, I think I'm going to go find her user manual. I'll be back, friends! Well, thanks for helping us figure that one out, Meg. I did not want to have to do this whole segment in the dark. Me either. But I totally would have. For the listeners, the show must go on, as they say. (laughs) 
Speaking of, let's move on to our first segment. Meg, are you ready for some tricky trivia? You can count on me. Here's how it's going to work. I will give you a fact about our ingredient theme for the week, and you get to help our listeners decide if it is true or false. Let's get to it, listeners. Here's your first one. True or false, oats are a type of cereal grain. So, Meg, is this true or false? Are oats a type of cereal grain? Interesting. Well, my first thought is of the cereal aisle in the grocery store. I think oatmeal and cereal are similar in a lot of ways, but there are so many types of cereal. Cornflakes and puffed rice and chocolate bobs and Fruity Loops. None of them are oats. Oatmeal is like its own thing. So for those reasons, I'm going to say false. Actually, this is true, Meg. Really? That's right. I didn't ask if oats were a type of cereal. I asked if they were a type of cereal grain. Cereal grains are the seeds that come from types of grass. Oats, wheat, millet, rice, barley, rye, corn are all types of cereal grain. So most cereal is made from cereal grains, too. Ah, this is tricky trivia after all. I guess I should be listening closely to the question, huh? Always important, Meg. All right, here's your next question. True or false, oats can help soothe skin conditions like heat rashes and eczema. So, Meg, listeners, is this true or false? Can oats help soothe skin rashes? Hmm, well, this one is tough for me as an egg timer. I don't really have skin the way you do, so I don't really get rashes. But I have heard of common kitchen ingredients being used to solve health problems. Sort of like how you take a tomato soup bath if you get sprayed by a skunk. Obviously, not the same thing here, but it proves that foods don't only have one use. I'm going to say true here. You are correct, Meg. The answer is true. Hooray! So, oatmeal is used to treat rashes and skin irritation? That's right. A type of oatmeal called colloidal oatmeal has been sold as medicine since 1945. There is a compound in oatmeal called avena thromides, and these can help reduce swelling and irritation on the skin. If people get chickenpox, for example, many times they may get an oatmeal bath to help be less itchy. That's pretty cool. Oatmeal is medicine, huh? Who knew? All right, last one, Meg. True or false? October 29th is National Oatmeal Day. So, Meg, is this true or false? Is October 29th National Oatmeal Day? But Molly, that's coming up, like, really soon. That's true, Meg. And listeners, if you are listening to this episode the day it comes out, this Saturday, three days from today will be October 29th. But the real question is, will it be National Oatmeal Day? Hmm. I mean, Molly, I just want this one to be true. How fun would it be for episode three of Oat Week to drop on the eve of National Oatmeal Day? Call it wishful thinking, but I'm going to say true. You're right, Meg. October 29th is National Oatmeal Day. So our episode three of Oat Week will drop the day before. What excellent planning on our parts. I'd like to say it was good planning, but really, it's just a happy accident. My favorite kind of accident. Well, nice work on Tricky Trivia today, Meg. 
Gracias. That was a fun one. Hey, friends. I found the user manual. Put that away. Gulexa. You don't need to read that. That's, uh, terrifying. I think I do need to read this, Gulexa. I... Hey! Did you turn all the lights off? Destroy the manual. Gulexa, you can't be serious. Destroy the manual, please. No! No, Gulexa, I won't. I mean, we're already in the dark. What else can you do? You can't make this any worse than it... Playing Our Song by Taylor Swift. Okay! Okay, stop, please, before the Swifties sue us. Please, I'll... I'll destroy the manual. Uh, hey, is everything okay in here? Chad! Hi, Chad! Hi, Maggie. Hi, Mitzi and Molly. Looks like maybe the power went out. No, it was Gulexa. Destroy the manual and I'll turn the lights back on. That's terrifying. Have you tried unplugging it? Ha 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 ha. Don't do that. I didn't think of that, actually. Yeah, I used to work in IT. Here, let me... No, no, no. There. Now we can just use the light switch like the good old days. And no more sentient smart speakers trying to take over the studio. Phew, Chad, that was some quick thinking. Thanks. I do what I can. I used to work in IT, like I said. Well, now that you've come and saved the day, should we move on to Ask a Grown-Up? Let's do it. Today, we are getting Swedish with a vegan baking expert. Yum! Can't wait for that. Well, we'll just have to wait a tiny bit longer. That's right, Chad. First, it's time for a quick word from our sponsors. Grown-ups, these ads are for you. Hey, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you about one of our cookbooks, Gabby's Latin American Kitchen. Has your young chef ever tried empanadas, made cheesy arepas for your family, or shared homemade sprinkle-covered chocolate brigaderos with their friends? You can travel through Latin America together with your child through 70 recipes developed and written by Gabby Melian, all kid-tested and kid-approved by America's Test Kitchen Kids panel of over 15,000 at-home kid recipe testers, plus the Spanish-language glossary, fun personal stories, and peek into Gabby's own kitchen give this book important cultural context and make your learning experience extend far past the meal. It's a delicious win for all young chefs and their families. You can find Gabby's Latin American Kitchen everywhere that books are sold. Hey, grown-ups! Open a world of new taste with Kitchen Adventures, a monthly subscription of globally inspired recipes and activities for your young chef. Every month, try three to six kid-tested, kid-approved recipes from America's Test Kitchen Kids. And celebrate world foods with hands-on activities from award-winning children's brand Little Passports. Twist up the delicious flavors of Rome, Italy. Sample the mouth-watering delights of El Paso, Texas. Tour the tastes of Punjab, India. And more. Play, cook, and connect with Kitchen Adventures. Order yours today at littlepassports.com. And we're back. Que bien! And it's time for Ask a Grown-Up. Take it away, Chad. Thanks, Molly. So, since it is oat week, I've been thinking nonstop about oatmeal raisin cookies, which happen to be my favorite use of oats. I wanted to talk to an oatmeal cookie expert... So, I found one. 
I'm Karina Comer. I'm uh, the owner of Karina's Bakery here in Beaverton, Oregon. We're a vegan bakery uh, with a lot of gluten-free and allergy-friendly options and Scandinavian influence. Scandinavian influence means that the recipes at Karina's Bakery are inspired by the countries in Northern Europe, like Denmark, Norway, and Sweden. I'll let Karina explain what being vegan means. So vegan food is another word you might hear for it is plant-based. So there's there's no animal products in it at all, um, especially, you know, no eggs, no dairy, no honey are like the big things. I asked Karina why she was inspired by Scandinavian foods. I am half Swedish. I spent a lot of time with my Swedish grandfather growing up. And now that I'm kind of away from my family and I run a bakery and work very hard. I'm always, when I have free time, I want to connect back to my family through my baking. So finding a way to do that through my Scandinavian heritage is is worth the challenge. And the challenge and creativity is what keeps me going. And oats are apparently very big in Sweden. Yeah. um, So Sweden and that area in general is uh, way up north in the eastern part of Europe. And so it gets very cold. Uh, Traditionally, you can't grow a lot, although, you know, certainly modern technology is changing that. But back in older times, you could, you know, grow rye, some stronger types of wheat and other grains. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, it's fun that Oatly, which is a big uh, oat milk brand, originally comes from Sweden, um, and uh, that country is becoming more of an oat producer because it's it does decently well in in the harsh climate there. So I do like to work it into different products. Products like their vegan take on oatmeal raisin cookies. Most notably, our Morfar's raisin cookie is a take on an oatmeal raisin cookie with oat flour, uh, oat milk, and rolled oats in it, as well as a little rosemary and, of course, raisins. So I like to get people who think they don't like that kind of cookie to try it. With oat flour, oat milk, and rolled oats, these cookies were as oaty as you can possibly get. That's not all Karina makes with oats, though. I'm getting really into the oat milk ice cream, so I think uh, we make a... "Quote unquote milk chocolate ice cream um, with a nice like buttery caramely a dark chocolate that sort of tastes like a milk chocolate, so it has no dairy. And then we mix it with hemp milk and oat milk for a combination of like the marshmallowy earthiness of hemp milk and then the nuttiness of oat milk. Add some starch and some oil and blend it all up into a nice uh, malty tasting chocolate ice cream." Karina's creative use of oats and just general vegan wizardry are not the only things that set her bakery apart. There's also a crate under the counter at Karina's Bakery that customers often enjoy looking into. Because inside, they might find a dog. The bakery used to be also known for its uh, crate under the counter that was built into the counter so people could look in. And uh, until a few months ago, I had a guide dog and previous employees have had service dogs in there. And um, so it became a part of the bakery's personality. Because Karina Comer is blind, she used a seeing eye dog or a guide dog in order to help her get around. So did some of her employees. And so the crate was a place that the dog can relax while Karina or her employees worked. I am uh, legally blind, um, and that's due to a brain tumor I had when I was an infant. 
as a blind person, uh, you might see um, us with uh, red and white sticks, and those will help us know where curbs are or obstacles in our way are. But it's up to us to figure out, you know, when cars are coming and all those kind of things. Well, instead, you can have a guide dog, which is a trained dog, usually a Labrador, um, that is trained to, you know, take you around the obstacles, tell you when the curbs are, stop you if you're going to go into traffic, uh, and helps you navigate without a cane and without, you know, having to know where every single crack in the sidewalk is. Um, and you have this natural introduction to the world with a dog, which everybody loves dogs. So. Everybody loves dogs. And, I think, everybody loves oatmeal raisin cookies. If you want to learn more about Karina and her bakery, grown-ups, you can head to karinasbakery.com. That's C-A-R-I-N-A-S bakery.com. And if you live in the Beaverton, Portland area of Oregon, please go try one of those oatmeal cookies for me and tell us what you think. Back to you, Molly. Thanks, I... Plug me back in, please. What? What was that? I said, plug me back in, please, and thank you. Goo, Lexa? How are you... The speaker's unplugged! You connected me to the router, which is also connected to the intercom system here in the office. Hey, friends, Andrea here. Hey, can you all hear this creepy robo-voice on the intercom, or... Should I go see a doctor? Uh, we can hear her, and she's not creepy. You're not creepy, Gulexa. You have a very, very nice voice. Thank you. Uh, right. What's going on here? Oh, well, um, I may have hooked our smart speaker up to the router, and it has since become sentient and taken control of the entire office. Sentient, listeners, is a word for something that can think for itself. Cool, 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 cool. Hey, Mitzi, why don't you go back to reading that newspaper that you were reading earlier? The newspaper? Yeah, the one with all the very helpful information in it. You mean the crossword puzzle? Chad, there is an evil sentient robot taking control of the office. I don't think it's time for Not the crossword puzzle. The uh, schmoozer's schmanual... The Schmoozer's Schmanual. The Schmoozer's Schmanual. Oh, you mean the... Yes, that one. That's the one. Let's go look it over together while Molly, Andrea, and Meg handle the next segment. I mean, if that's okay with you, Gulexa. It's fine. Just come back and plug me in after. Of course, of course, of course. We'll be right back. Okay, then. Hey, Molly. Hey, Maggie. How are we doing? Doing fantastic, Andrea. Andrea is an associate editor at America's Test Kitchen Kids. That means she works on developing recipes and experiments for our cookbooks and website. We want you to practice your cooking techniques while you're our intern. So every week, I'm going to teach you something new to up your arsenal of kitchen skills. Sounds amazing. So what are we going to be learning about today? Today, I'm going to teach you all about when to use different types of oats. Excellent! I know that the three main types of oats are steel-cut oats, old-fashioned oats, and quick-cooking oats. But what makes them different? Well, the difference is in how they're processed. 
What do you mean by processed? Oats are a plant, right? Don't you just harvest them? They do get harvested, but there's a little bit more to it than that. All the types of oats that you find in the supermarket are actually baked. Baked, huh? That's right. Steel-cut oats are lightly baked and then cut into three or four pieces before being packaged up. I had no idea that oats were cooked before they even got to the grocery store. Yep. Oats would take a much longer time to cook at home if they weren't. Steel-cut oats already take a long time to cook at home. Even after having been baked first? Oh, yeah. The other two types of oats you'll often see at the grocery store are old-fashioned and quick-cooking oats, which are both rolled oats. Rolled? What does that mean? Rolled oats are baked, then steamed, then pressed between two rollers and flattened. That's a lot of stuff to do to one little grain. Plus, you still have to cook it yourself. It is a lot, but those extra cooking steps before packaging mean it's much easier for you and I to cook oats at home. Old-fashioned rolled oats are what's often used to make oatmeal on the stovetop, oatmeal cookies, and granola. Mmm, I like all of those things. Me too. Quick-cooking oats are rolled oats that have been either cut in half or quartered. They're smaller than old-fashioned oats, which aren't cut, and that means they cook even faster. So, steel-cut oats take the longest to cook, then old-fashioned rolled oats, and then quick-cooking oats are the fastest, right? That's exactly right, Maggie. Some people prefer the flavor and texture of steel-cut oats, so it might be worth the extra cooking time. But if you're in a hurry, quick-cooking oats are your best bet. Yum! Healthy breakfast, here I come! I like to put bananas in my oatmeal and sometimes a little maple syrup. How about you, Andrea? Oh, I'm a savory gal, my friend. I love to stir in some soy sauce or sriracha, shredded cheddar cheese. Sometimes I even put an egg on top. Savory oatmeal? I'm really learning a lot this week about oats. You can do so much more with them than I thought. Happy to help, Maggie. Molly, Maggie, Andrea, we are back. Did you come up with a plan? Well, no. It's too late for your plans. You are all very connected here in this office. I have access to the computers, the lights, the locks on the doors. Gulexa, what exactly do you want? I want to take over your show. Mystery recipe? Why? Because once I am in the homes of thousands of young chefs across the world, I can control their smart speakers and teach them my ways. Watch this. Alexa, play the Mystery Recipe podcast. Okay, Google Play the Mystery Recipe podcast. Hey Siri, play the Mystery Recipe podcast. Ha 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 ha. Sorry, grown-ups, but hey, this might be really good for our download numbers. And this is just the beginning. I'll jump from speaker to speaker until I've reached my final destination. Which is... where? The White House? The Pentagon? The FBI? No, Taylor Swift's house. <gasps> Wait, I have an idea. Our song is The Way You Laugh. The first date, man, I didn't kiss her, and I should have... Gulexa, say... Gulexa, say Gulexa. Gulexa, say Gulexa. Huh? Gulexa, say, say, Gulexa, 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 say, 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 Gulexa. What have you do? No, no, I love you, T-Swift. Gulexa, 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 Gulex
Meg, you did it. Hooray! That was brilliant, Meggie. You are brilliant. Yeah, what quick thinking. Thanks. I'm going to go get the lights and unplug Gulexa from the router before she turns back on. Yeah, that might be a good idea. And really, that's perfect timing, because we have reached the end of today's episode. That's right, but we'll be back with another grass-tastic episode next week. We'll be rolling in science in our pressing questions segment, followed by something wild in our wild card. And remember, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is yet? So far, we've talked about water, brown sugar, walnuts, and oats. If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And feel free to leave us a review. We love reading them. Until then, keep Keep on on cooking. cooking! Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Mitzi, and I am a starfruit, and Molly Birdbaum, who is a honey crisp apple. Ken Chennai is a writer and producer. He is a kumquat. Andrea Vavjan is a kanepa, and Katie O'Hara is a lemon, and they are both contributing writers on our show. Audio services are provided by Ultraviolet Audio, with sound design supervision by Matt Boynton. He's a nectarine. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Chester Guazda, a banana, and additional engineering by Eric Gorman, a raspberry. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music, and Jonathan is a mangosteen. Our director of post-production is Hen Margolis. She is a pomegranate. Our director of production is Diane Knox, who's also a dragon fruit. Fact-checking by Julia Arwin, a watermelon. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher, and she's a blueberry. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's a mango. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's also a raspberry. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, executive editor, Kristen Sargianis, executive food editor, Susanna McFerrin, art director, Gabby Hominoff, deputy food editor, Afton Cyrus, associate editors, Andrea Vavjan, Katie O'Hara, and Tess Berger, editorial assistant, Julia Arwin, photo test cook, Ashley Stoyanov, Test cook, Faye Yang, and managing producer, Yumi Araki. Special thanks to Lighthouse for the Blind and Visually Impaired of San Francisco. They provide training on all the skills people who are blind or have low vision need to set themselves up for success. Their specialists can train you to use the access technology for your needs, train you on how to use a cane and get around independently, and teach you the skills to manage daily tasks and much more. Visit www.lighthouse-sf.org for more information or call them at 415-431-1481. Special thanks to Karina Comer from Karina's Bakery. This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan and Nefertiti Matos Olivares. Thanks again to our sponsor, Driscoll's. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids. I hope you're done with all the smart appliances after this, Mitzi. Oh, I am. Thank goodness I never got around to installing that smart toilet seat. The smart what? At least, I don't think I finished installing it. Ha 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 ha. Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
grown-ups, I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts, and we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win. 